And I'm welcoming Roy to the show. Roy, you have an 11-year-old. Is it a daughter or a son? I have a daughter. A daughter. And what's going on with her? Uh, uh, she has uh, not been um, comfortable with going to school every day. Uh, she's gone with the crying and uh, acting up and uh, every single day. She's, what grade is she in? Uh, she is in the sixth grade. Sixth grade. So yeah. you, could, as a parent, you want to go into detective mode. What clues has she given you? What words has she said in frustration or in, in tears? What does she say? Um, she she has uh, expressed to me she, that uh, she's not comfortable at the school, and she hasn't given me any reason why she doesn't like the school. She just says she doesn't like it, but at first she was very excited about going to this uh, uh, academy school. And uh, since school started, then now she's not. Okay, so it's a change. It's not that she was a kid who was a clingy kid and never liked leaving your side. Uh, no, I think that's... She was she was sheltered and uh, and uh, pretty much she was cleaned by us because in private schools are during yeah. the school year. Yeah, she was with us until now. Okay. And now she has to kind of branch out on her own. Oh, so she's been has she been homeschooled since fifth no, grade? No, 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 ma'am. She's been uh, um, in private schools where her mother has taught or her brothers and sisters have gone. Everybody's uh, close knit. Close by her. So she's she's got her family with her. Everyone's spread out. So she's going to a school where she doesn't have that comfort zone. Right, right. And so here's the problem. When a child says that they don't want to go to school, there could be umpteen causes. And let me name a few of them. As a parent, the goal is to help her feel comfortable enough to let down her guard and talk. And that's a whole other skill set. Most parents don't have it. We can talk about that, too. Let me give you first a couple of reasons that kids don't like going to school, and you could probably guess them yourself. Sure. There could be a teacher that they don't like. I know my kid once had a teacher that I didn't like. I didn't know uh-huh. it until I went in and sat in a classroom and said, oh, my God, every day with this person? you got to right. be kidding. So sometimes a change of a classroom is, is in order. Sometimes it's kids that are picking on your, your daughter, and she may That's not tell you. I know I was really embarrassed as a young kid. I didn't want to tell my parents that the whole school had teamed up against me. I mean, that's a lot. The whole schoolyard is my my little group of friends, but it felt like the whole world. And I just was too embarrassed, and I held that in for a few days. Now, but this has gone on for a long time with your daughter, but if there's a kid that's picking on her, that could be a reason not to go into school. If she feels like an oddball, if she wears clothes that other kids don't wear, or if it's a if it's uh, if they wear uniforms, that wouldn't be the case. But if there, sometimes kids pick on. I know my kids got picked on for you know your ears are bigger, your nose is bigger, that type of thing. Right, right. Kids, kids can be wonderfully loving, huh? They can be cruel. So <laughs> yeah. um, y- y- there may be something she's sensitive about. It could be that you have a sibling, a new sibling at home, and she doesn't want to leave home. Now, that may not be the case. Do you have? Does she have any younger ones at home? She has a younger one, but uh, uh, she's not. That's not. Uh, she, um, she 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 finally broke down and told me the reason. Oh, tell at, me. At, yes, after all this time, she has broke down and finally uh, we sat down together. And she finally broke down. And it's uh, reason number two. Okay, I don't remember. My, I didn't. I rattled them <laughs> off. So, what's it's reason the, number uh, two? The picking on. 
Kids are picking on her. Yeah, uh, just one, one child just giving her heck every day. Oh man! And, uh, and making her making her cry. So she needs skills in order to deal with a bully. What does the kid say to her? What has she shared with you? They she has shared with uh, my my daughter's a straight A student, and, and the teachers fabulous have that she uh, she turns in her work on time. Yeah, and she does everything beautifully, which this other student is getting angry about. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's lashing out on her now. Let me tell you, I was a good kid, too. I was a straight-A student at times. Not all the time, but enough times that I'm proud of it. Yeah. And any time you, you achieve something good, there will always be kids who don't achieve that. And some of them want to, they look at you as a hero and they want to do what you do. Other right. kids want to tear you down. They want to knock you down at the knees and make fun of you and just say, oh, you're a whatever, they, all the names they call you. Yeah. And so she needs a way to, feel, to see herself as proud. What do the kids call her? What names? Uh, oh, man. I, just, I mean, it's, they, they, they pretty much are pretty mean to her and call her some real, they curse at her. They curse. Okay, so you they don't want to say her. it. Then it does. Is the teacher aware of this? Yes, uh, I've been up there for the past three days in a row. Yeah. And uh, to express my disappointment, I want some kind of discipline done. Yeah. And uh, and, and and they're aware of it, and they keep talking to the girl, and uh, she said she would stop, and uh, but it never stops. Okay, so your daughter could use some communication skills too. She can say, "I notice you keep picking on me, or you keep calling me." whatever it is, yeah. um, and and I'm hoping that will stop, or I expect that to stop. And your daughter needs to connect with friends that are very supportive of her, other good students or people who right. admire that, and and make friends that way. When I was picked on, the teacher kept all the kids after school. She told them that they are never to do this again. It has to stop right here. They sent me out to clap the erasers in the old days when you clapped erasers. <laughs> and yeah. um, and when I came back, the girls were all talking to me again. And that you know was a very awkward situation. But sometimes you need parental intervention. I want to recommend a book, um, How to Talk So Kids Can Learn. Okay. There's also one, How to Talk So Kids Can Listen. Actually, that one's great. How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. It's at my website, Roy, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Okay, I still have it. It's one of my favorites. Okay, thanks. And you can um, you can try to work with your daughter to give her some of the skills that are in that book. My daughter read that book when she was very young, the one, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen. And she helped bring me up. <laughs> she okay. helped me fix my parenting skills so that I became a better parent. So it sounds like you've already done wonderful detective work, and it sounds like working with the school, working with your daughter to give her more communication skills is the answer, and you sound like an amazingly caring dad with a bright daughter, and tell her I said Thank she's you. bright. Thank you. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. This last week with Dad, it, it's been a living hell. When I'm there, I feel like my territory's being violated. When I'm not, I'm worried about what he's up to. It. Look at me, look at me, I'm a nervous wreck. You don't still have the brochures from those, those rest homes, do you? But you really think that's necessary? I'm afraid I do. I don't have my life anymore. You don't suppose there's a a chance that 
you and Maris could. <laughs> Dear God, no. And that's from Fraser. And caretaker responsibilities are very difficult. I mean, you may love your mother, you may love your father, but to have them move in under your roof with all the dynamics that still may be there from childhood is not always an easy thing. And, and it can lead to a lot of stress, a lot of tension. And most of us love our privacy, even though we love having friends, we don't want to live with them all the time. Even though we love having kids, many people are happy when the kids leave the nest. Uh, even though we love being in a romantic relationship. We still like quiet times to do things for ourselves, to read a book for ourselves. And that's, that's, um, that's not easy to negotiate in many situations. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist. If you're having problems finding some time for yourself, or if you're dealing with caretaker issues or problems with kids or with family members or at work, pick up the phone and give me a call. I'm a clinical psychologist. If you're all alone, pick up the phone and call. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R, and my website is drkenner.com. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, go to drkenner.com, and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world-famous for his theories in goal-setting. Your ability to value romance can be helped if you have a rational relationship with your family. Note which relatives you would choose as friends, regardless of family ties, and make time to enjoy the pleasure of their company. They are gems. Limit your time with family members you don't enjoy. Don't fake a love you don't feel for abusive relatives. Doing so would be unjust, and you would be devaluing yourself. There is no duty in life to re-traumatize yourself by pretending that an unloved or cruel family member was otherwise. Don't toss away precious hours you could enjoy with those dear to you. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.